Is that it? Can't see it. Is this it? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what happened there. It was going and uh, nothing happening like. Nothing happening like. There we go. Oh. Right. Morning, Clayt. Morning, Sue. Morning, Sarah. Yeah, that was a bit funny. Okay, we're on Ezekiel 27 to 29. That is right, isn't it? Let's have a look at the last one. Yeah. 27 to 29. Here we go. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, take up a lament concerning Tyre. Say to Tyre, situated at the gateway to the sea, merchant of peoples on many coasts, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. You say, O Tyre, I'm perfect in beauty. Your domain was on the high seas. Your builders brought your beauty to perfection. They made all your timbers of pine trees from Senir. They took a cedar from Lebanon to make a mast for you. Of oaks from Bashan, they made your oars. Of cypress wood from the coasts of Cyprus. They made your deck inlaid with ivory. Fine embroidered linen from Egypt was your sail and served as your banner. Your awnings were of blue and purple from the coasts of Elisha. Men of Sidon and Arvad were your oarsmen. Your skilled men, Otaya, were aboard as your seamen. Veteran craftsmen of Gebal were on board as shipwrights to cork your seams. All the ships of the sea and their sailors came alongside to trade for your wares. Men of Persia, Lydia, and Put served as soldiers in your army. They hung their shields and helmets on your walls, bringing you splendor. Men of Arvad and Helak manned your walls on every side. Men of Gamad were in your towers. They hung their shields around your walls and brought your booty to perfection. Tarshish did business with you because of your great wealth of goods and exchanged silver, iron, tin, and lead for your merchandise. Greece, Tubal, and Meshech traded with you. They exchanged slaves and articles of bronze for your wares. Men of Beth Togomar exchanged work horses, war horses, and mules for your, for your merchandise. The men of Rhodes traded with you, and many coastlands were your customers. They paid you with ivory tusks and ebony. Aram did business with you because of your many products. They exchanged turquoise purple fabric, embroidered work, uh, fine linen, coral, and rubies for your merchandise. Judah and Israel traded with you. They exchanged wheat from Mineth and confections, honey, oil, and balm for your wares. Damascus, because of your many good products and great wealth of goods, did business with you in wine from Helbon and wool from Zaha. Danites and Greeks from Uzal bought bought your merchandise. They exchanged wrought iron, cassia, and calamus 
for your wares. Dedan traded in saddle blankets with you. Arabia and all the princes of Kedar were your customers. They did business with you in lambs, rams and goats. The merchants of Sheba and Ramah traded with you for your merchandise. They exchanged the finest of all kinds of spices and precious stones and gold. Haran, Kane and Eden and merchants of Sheba, Asher and Kilmah traded with you. In your marketplace they traded with you beautiful garments, blue fabric, embroidered work and multicolored rugs with cords twisted and tightly knotted. The ships of Tarshish serve as carriers for your wares. You are filled with heavy cargo in the heart of the sea. Your oarsmen take you out to the high seas, but the east wind will break you to pieces in the heart of the sea. Your wealth, merchandise and wares, your mariners, seamen and shipwrights, your merchants and all your soldiers and everyone else on board will sink into the heart of the sea on the day of your shipwreck. The shorelands will quake when your seamen cry out. All who handle the oars will abandon their ships and mariners and all the seamen will stand on the shore. They will raise their voice and cry bitterly over you. They will sprinkle dust on their heads and roll in ashes. They will shave their heads because of you and will put on sackcloth. They will weep over you with anguish of soul and with bitter mourning. As they wail and mourn over you, they will take up a lament concerning you. Who was ever silenced like Tyre, surrounded by the sea? When your merchandise went out to the seas, you satisfied many nations. With your great wealth and your wares, you enriched the kings of the earth. Now you are shattered by the sea in the depths of the waters. Your wares and all your company have gone down with you. All who live in the coastlands are appalled at you. Their kings shudder with horror and their faces are distorted with fear. The merchants among the nations hiss at you. You have, become, you have come to a horrible end and will be no more. The word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, say to the ruler of Tyre, this is what the Lord, sovereign Lord says. In your pride of your heart, you say, I am a God. I sit on the throne of a God in the heart of the seas. But you are a man and not a God, though you think you are as wise as a God. You, are you wiser than Daniel? Is no secret hidden from you? By your wisdom is no secret hidden from you. By your wisdom and understanding, you have gained wealth for yourself and amassed gold and silver in your treasuries. By your great skill in trading, you have increased your wealth, and because of your wealth, your heart has grown proud. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. Because you think you are wise, as wise as a God, I am going to bring foreigners against you, the most ruthless of nations. They will draw their swords against your beauty and wisdom and pierce your shining splendor. They will bring you down to the pit and you will die a violent death in the heart of the seas. Will you then say, I am a God, in the presence of those who kill you? You will, put a, you will be but a man, not a God, in the hands of those who slay you. You will die the death of the uncircumcised at the hands of foreigners. I have spoken, declares the Lord. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, take up a lament concerning the king of Tyre, and say to him, this is what the sovereign Lord says, You were a model of perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. You were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone adorned you. Ruby, topaz and emerald, chrysolite, onyx and jasper, sapphire, turquoise and beryl. Your settings and mouldings were made of gold. On the day you were created, they were prepared. You were anointed as the guardian cherub, for so I ordained you. You were the only. You were on the. Uh, sorry, you were, were on the holy mount of God. <clears throat> you walked among the fiery stones. You were blameless in your ways from the day you were created until wickedness was found in you. Through your widespread trade, you were filled with violence and you sinned. 
So I drove you in disgrace from the mount of God, and I expelled you, O guardian cherub, from among the fiery stones. Your heart became proud on account of your beauty, and you corrupted your wisdom because of your splendor. So I threw you to the earth, I made a spectacle of you before kings. By your many sins and dishonest trade, you have desecrated your sanctuaries. So I made a fire come out from you, and it consumed you. And I reduced you to ashes on the ground in the sight of all who were watching. All the nations who knew you were are appalled at you. You have come to a horrible end and will be no more. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, set your face against Sidon. Prophesy against her and say, This is what the Sovereign Lord says. I am against you, O Sidon, and I will gain glory within you. They will know that I am the Lord and I inflict punishment on her and show myself holy within her. I will send a plague upon her and make blood flow in the streets. The slain will fall with, within her and the sword against her on every side. Then they will know that I am the Lord. No longer will the people of Israel have malicious neighbours who are painful briars and sharp thorns. Then they will know that I am the Sovereign Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says. When I gather the people of Israel from the nations where they have been scattered, I will show myself holy among them in the sight of the nations. Then they will live in their own land, which I gave to my servant Jacob. They will live there in safety, and I will build houses and plant vineyards. They will live in safety when I inflict punishment on all their neighbours who malign them. Then they will know that I am the Lord their God. In the tenth year and the tenth month of the twelfth day, the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, set your face against Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and prophesy against him and against all Egypt. Speak to him and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against you, Pharaoh, king of Egypt, you great monster lying among your streams. You say the Nile is mine, I made it for myself. But I will, make, I will put hooks in your jaws and make the fish of your streams stick to your scales. I will pull you out from among your streams with all the fish sticking to your scales. <coughs> I will leave you in the desert, you and all the fish of your streams. You will fall on the open field and not, and not be gathered or picked up. I will give you as f food to the beasts of the earth and the birds of the air. Then all who live in Egypt will know that I am the Lord. You have been a staff of, of reed for the house of Israel. When they grasped you with their hands, you splintered and you tore open their shoulders. When they leaned on you, you broke and their backs were wrenched. Because this, so therefore this is what the sovereign Lord says. I will bring a sword against you and kill your men and your anim, with your animals and their animals. Egypt will become a desolate wasteland. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Because you said the Nile is mine, I made it. Therefore I am against you and against your streams, and I will make the land of Egypt a ruin and a desolate waste, from Migdal to Aswan, as far as the border of Cush. No foot of man <coughs> or animal will pass through it. No one will live there for forty years. I will make the land of Egypt desolate among devastated lands, and her cities will lie desolate for forty years among ruined cities. <coughs> and I will disperse the Egyptians among the nations and scatter them through the countries. Yet this is what the Sovereign Lord says, At the end of forty years I will gather the Egyptians from the nations where they were scattered. I will bring them back from captivity and return them to Pathros, the land of their ancestors. There they will be a lowly kingdom. They will be the lowliest of kingdoms and will never again exalt itself above the other nations. I will make it so weak that it will never again rule over the nations. Egypt will no longer be a source of confidence for the people of Israel, but will be a reminder of their sin in turning to her for help. Then they will know that I am the Sovereign Lord. In the 27th year, in the first month, on the first day, the word of the Lord came to me. Son of man, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, drove his army in a hard campaign against Tyre. 
Every head was rubbed bare and every shoulder made raw. Yet he and his army got no reward from the campaign he led against Tyre. Therefore, this is what the sovereign Lord says: I'm going to give Egypt to, to I'm going to give Egypt to Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and he will carry off its wealth. He will loot and plunder the land as pay for his army. I have given him Egypt as a reward for his efforts, because he and his army did it for me, declares the sovereign Lord. On that day, I will make a horn grow from for the house of Israel, and I will open your mouth among them. Then they will know that I am the Lord. Cool, cool. Right. So there's definitely the nations are involved there, aren't they? Um, I think it's good like to see um, that, um, you know, um, yeah, that the church obviously have rebelled and turned against uh, the living God. Um, yeah, and it's almost here, like, isn't it? What, what, it, what would it take? What, what does it take for them to turn and repent? And it's the judgment is pronounced upon them um, and that the wrath of God is revealed against them, but also that he deals with that, the church's enemies, right? Um, so the, so bring it, you know, um, bring it further on and you've got, you know, Jesus taking all of our sin upon himself on the cross, isn't it? Uh, that he deals with all of our sin. So he deals with the nations because um, they are the... Um, yeah, they are what the church has put their trust in. Um, they are the church's enemies. So he deals with the nations, with the enemies of the church. And um, showing that he deals with our sin. He shows up our sin and he shows up our sin um, for the um, uh, for the weakness that it is. It, it, yeah, um, that it's, it's not, not the way of life. It's not the way we do, do life um, is to indulge in the sinful nature because it turns... Um, well, it brings God's judgment upon us. So I think that's what the, the whole nations thing is. I don't think I explained that very well. But that's the, the whole nations. There's, there's judgment upon the church, but there's also judgment upon the nations, and he goes out um, in their pride and arrogance, the ones that laugh at the church, isn't it? Um, Edom and that sort of thing. Yeah, is that he, part of our, part of our restoration is that sin is seen for what it is. Our, it's, a, it's an enemy, and it's something that uh, God is against and um, and deals with. That's what needs to happen if the church are going to come back to Him, isn't it? Going to under their under that proclamation of judgment from Him, turn, repent, um, and come back and and leave that life of sin, which He says to that uh, promiscuous woman in John's Gospel, isn't it? Um, sin no more. <laughs> um, yeah, because He's shown sin to be what it is and has judged it. Um, and has condemned sin in sinful man. I don't know. Those are my thoughts anyway. Have a great day today. God bless. Take care, and I'll see you, um, yeah, God willing, tomorrow morning. Take care. Bye-bye.